0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We invite your presence in this divine exchange. Amen? Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Well, it is my privilege and blessing to be able to share with you today the conclusion of this powerful message that we have been talking about this month. Faith moves our relationship what does that mean the divine exchange i want you to remember that you know in february we talked about relationships horizontal family those work relationships all of that but none of those relationships will work if this relationship isn't working at its best i want to say that again these horizontal relationships will have difficulty unless you have the vertical relationship in right flow from God the Father to you, and it will permeate every aspect of your life. So yes, faith moves the most important relationship in our lives. I want to do a little bit of a recap as we talk about the divine exchange this morning. From what we have heard from the last couple weeks, I want to thank, I said earlier, my wonderful, amazing, handsome, powerful, awesome pastor and husband, Pastor Rick. Come on, they gave him a good hand in the first service (laughs) for sharing the stage and the pulpit with me, this holy podium. We welcome our online campus. We're thankful. We pray for you. Last night, I was talking with one of our online members. On message, and she needs some prayers. She needs some victories, and we're believing for those victories with you. God is able no matter what circumstance you're in because He wants to come rest on it. Amen? He wants to come rest on it. I have been meditating on this for quite some weeks as the Holy Spirit gave me much of this in the night. I would wake up and start writing. So I want you to remember that not just from heaven to earth, from God to humanity, but from Abba Father to you, his chosen one, his child, the one he created, the one he calls by name. He left this cross to rest his life upon you. That's powerful. He prepared this divine exchange for me and you between him and us, between him and you. Say between him and me. Between him and me. Me, you, eo. It's for you. We can look from Genesis to Revelation of God's great love we can track his plan from creation to eternity for you and me and all mankind what can we learn about this relationship exchange between God and mankind just look at the prophets in the Bible men of faith men of powerful influence that left their mark upon generation upon generation. Young adults, you're leaving your mark upon the next generation because you have relationship with God. These men, Pastor Rick talked about it last week, they had relationship with God, which meant they honored God. It was about his glory, not theirs. Remember, these were prophets that were enduring rejection because they honored God. These weren't men who lived in these wonderful times with, you know, Um, The camel came in and they got their water at this beautiful green oasis. Their countries were in turmoil. Their nations were fighting. They were finding persecution. They did not have a place to lay their heads sometimes. These are the men that we're talking about. So unless you think the Bible is not relevant, it kind of sounds like where we are right now in our world. Nations in turmoil. One fighting against another. Persecution and problems and chaos. And yet these prophets honored God and they obeyed him in the midst of this even when it was challenging they didn't argue they believed in his deity and they obeyed him in their life's actions Isaiah the prophet said here I am Lord send me he didn't argue no 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 how many of you would tell the truth you ever argued online campus you can tell the truth nobody will see you raise your hand have you ever argued with God I have I'm sorry to say Isaiah, he didn't argue. He said, whatever it is, God, I'll do it. However it flows, I'll get through it. Whatever you allow me to walk through, I know you'll walk through it with me. That is faith, moving a relationship. And because I obey him, they knew that they could call on him. You can tell about a relationship By what you call someone. I called him some pretty good names today. I hope I get some feedback later, darling. Husband, wonderful man at 42 years. It's awesome. I know we just look like babies. But I want you to know something. It matters. That's why I said in the beginning, it's not just God and humanity. It's Abba, Father. The enemy would like to rip you off in your relationships on this earth and make you think about God in terms of horizontal relationships. But you can't compare your relationship. You can't compare this divine exchange with anything on earth. It's different. It's powerful. And you can call on him. These men knew how to call on God in times of turmoil, in times of victory, in declaring promise and a hope for coming generations. So what did they do? They gave all. Can you say that? I gave all. Give all. That's hard. I know I don't hear you very much say that. (laughs) It's kind of like, what does that really mean if I have to give all God? It means, here I am. Do what you want. Study the past of the prophets. Understand these were men of, they weren't perfect. They had human frailty. They had issues in their life. They had sin that they had to work through. And then God did some amazing things. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. Talk about sad. (laughs) Weeping, weeping, weeping. But God used All of them. So here's what I want you to remember. Just a few of some that Pastor Rick mentioned last week. Jeremiah called him the sovereign Lord. In the midst of his sadness, God, you're in control. That's what sovereign means. You're the sovereign over all. Isaiah said he's the Holy One of Israel, the promise to be fulfilled. Ezekiel said he's the Lord of glory. Daniel said he's the God of heaven, the one who walks in the fire. I feel like I've been in the fire a little bit sometimes in the past few weeks or months. I'm telling you, but he's the one who walks in it with you. And you come out without even the smell of smoke. What does that mean? Maybe you were in the fire. Maybe you've been in the fire. But God wants to say to you, the stain of the past is gone with the blood of Jesus. I want to say it again, that's for you. The stain of the past is gone with the blood of Jesus. Joel said he's the Lord of new wine. The Lord who pours out his spirit upon us. Come rest on us. Amos said he's the Lord who roars. Does your God roar? My God roars. He's not a little kitty cat. He's not backing up and saying, oh, I don't know about Corona. I don't know about these politics. I don't know about these world wars. My God roars, Amos said. That he has the power above all others. That is the divine exchange that I am putting my trust in. Obadiah said he's the Lord of deliverance. And Micah said he's the God of breakthrough. Don't give up. Your breakthrough is coming. Nahum said a refuge in time of trouble. And Habakkuk said he's the God of the new. He makes all things new. His mercies are new every morning. If I didn't need new mercies, I probably wouldn't be standing here right now. But I need new mercy in the morning. Pastor Rick needed some new mercy this morning. I need some new mercy this morning. You need some new mercy this morning. You'll get that later. Zephaniah is the God who restores. We have fun in this house, let me just tell you. Malachi said he's the Lord who opens the floodgates. It's not just a little bit. He has everything. See that picture? That picture is like heaven come down, right? That's the divine exchange. That is come rest on us, Holy Spirit. You can't have the power of God that's in me. You've got to have the power of God that's in you. I want to say that again. His power for my life is mine. I want to tell you about it, but you've got to open up your life. you got to say, God, I want that. I want it for my life. I want it to be my God, my faith, his power at work in me. Amen? Yes, you can give God a praise. Listen, if all these prophets declared who God is, Pastor Rick declared him as the healer. Even when the doctors aborted a surgery and told me he has a death sentence, he's going to die. That's what the doctor told me. But he's healer. He did not die. God, God provided. I will tell you what I call him. I call him redeemer, restorer, my heartbeat, literally my heartbeat. My daughter Jacqueline recalls him the repairer of the broken places, the light for her path. But here's my question to you this morning. What do you call him? What do you call him? Do you know his character? If you're writing notes, these are the points. Do you know his character? Do you know his love? Do you tap into the provisions he has for this relationship? Our online campus, we're doing live because we want you to feel a part of what's happening here. I want you to know God wants you to know his character. God wants you to know his love. God wants us to know his provisions. Do you know more than his name? Do you know his character? Have you studied his motives? He's for you. He's with you. Before time began, he designed you. He planned this design exchange, divine exchange of relationship for us to grow, to heal, to thrive, to declare that this God relationship matters above all else. And here's what the Lord said to me for you. It started, imagine. Imagine. You, you could imagine these dancers, when we don't have social restrictions, we, we've had 7 or 8 or 10 or 12 dancers. They've been in out there in the sanctuary dancing with you. But I want you to, I like it. Because I want to imagine what it must be like to see the angels worshiping at the throne. I want you to understand what it was like in the halls of heaven when it flowed to the corridors of our heart and life. The divine exchange was planned with you and me in the heart of God. With one word, he spoke galaxies into existence. And with one finger, he threw a million stars into the sky. He breathed breath of heaven into the heart of man and gave him a helpmate so he would not walk alone. Our Father God knew even before time began that we would fall, that we would break, that we would doubt, maybe that we would even run away from him. Hmm. So he strategized around the throne room of glory, a divine exchange that would change your story. It's not just a theatrical thing. I feel it. I know it. I've experienced it since I was a young girl and my mom was killed by a drunk driver. When I was older and married and thought I might lose my husband. When I was a mother and my daughter was kidnapped and abused in every way possible. I know the divine exchange sustains my life. So I want you to picture God seated on the throne strategizing about Jane saying, come on, guys, we got to talk about what Jane's going to need in 2020 and what's coming in 2021. We got to talk about patience. She's going to be making some, trition, some transitions. We got to strategize. We got to let her know that, that I love her and that I'm going to be with her. I want you to put your name in there. Imagine. Imagine God sitting there and talking about you. But that exchange was not free. You see, he prepared his only son to leave the streets of gold in exchange for a manger of sticks and stones. The exchange was not free. It was the ultimate sacrifice for you and me. His royalty exchanged for our poverty. I don't know about you, but it would be a little bit hard for me to like have all this royalty and all this awesomeness. And then you come and bring me all your poorness and all your nothing. And I say, okay, give me that. Here, here, here. You can have all that. I'm human. I'm just telling you, I would give it to you, really, but but I don't know. I mean, I'd I do at least like my hot water and a place the rest of my head, okay? I, but I'm not God. But God in me equips me for whatever I need to do. Amen? The divine exchange was the ultimate act of love that began a relationship so you could touch heaven above. He rent the veil in two so he would have access to me and you. Jesus did that. We don't need, you don't need Pastor Rick and me. No matter what happens, we are online, we are with you. But I'm telling you what, you have all you need. You can talk. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus. At the name of Jesus, everything has to bow and come under subjection. So no matter what you walk through in the next week or two weeks or two months, you can say his name. And in the mention of his name, victory will come in your life. And you will have a mindset that says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Do you tap into his provisions? Do you? Don't tell me how terrible things is. Don't tell me how bad it's going to be. My God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He, he makes streets out of gold. He makes gates out of pearls. This is his provision, peace for worry, healing for sickness, hope for heartache. Don't you want that? It's not a story. It's not a fairy tale. It's a true thing. We see the prophets predicted and prophesied in the Old Testament, and hundreds of years later, we see these predictions and these prophecies fulfilled. In the New Testament, things predicted and fulfilled. So I can tell you, when they predict that Jesus said, I'm going away, but I'm sending the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will empower you. That is the divine exchange. It's happening. It's real. It's powerful. And it will change your life. You see, this Father loves us so much. He numbered every hair on our head. Even if we cover it or we color it or we shave it or we cut it and grow it out or whatever. He knows it. Isn't that amazing? He knows more than my hairdresser. I mean, God knows me. He knows you. He knows the things that that really speak to your heart. So we say, come rest on us. I want to close with 2 Peter 2. Because in case you thought it was my words, it's not. This is from the Passion Translation, Second Peter chapter one, verse two through eleven. May grace and perfect peace cascade over you as you live in the rich knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Everything. Say everything. Oh, you got to say it with more confidence than that. Everything. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited us in us by his what? Divine, divine exchange, divine power. For all this was lavished upon us. In case you don't know what that word means, lavished, it's like abundant. It's not just a little bit. It's a lot of bit. It's, it's extravagant. It's been lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises that are beyond all price so that through the power of these tremendous promises, you can experience partnership with what? The divine nature. You have access. To the divine nature of God, by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world. So devote yourselves to lavishly supplementing your faith with goodness, and to goodness at understanding, and to understanding at the strength of self-control, and to self-control add patient endurance, and to patient endurance add godliness, and to godliness at mercy towards your brothers and sisters. let that one rest on you for a minute and to mercy toward others add unfailing love you know the fruits of the spirit that flow in relationship since these virtues are already planted deep within remember can you just imagine at the throne he was breathing life into you he was said before you were in your mother's womb he knew you and he said oh This one is going to need some strength and tenacity. This one is going to need the ability to learn. This one is going to need to have the capacity to withstand great pressure. I'm putting it deep inside of you. And you possess them in abundance. Say abundant. Abundant supply. They will keep you from being inactive or fruitless in your pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ more intimately. But if anyone lacks these things he's blind constantly closing his eyes to the mystery of faith and forgetting his innocence for his past sins have been washed away for this reason beloved ones be eager to confirm and validate that God has invited you to salvation and claimed you as his own if you do these things you will never stumble as a result, the kingdom gates will open wide to you as God choreographs your triumphal entrance into the eternal kingdom of the Lord. I want you to imagine Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father and Michael the archangel choreographing your entrance. This year we've lost a couple people close to us, but they knew the Lord. And so it wasn't like, oh, well, they're, in, they're gone, that's it. No, it was like they're coming. They've done everything they can do do. They have celebrated. We're going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. God is choreographing your entrance, making ready for you to get to heaven. And the Bible says in Ezekiel 33 that the Lord detests. The Lord does not like, he does not find pleasure. Ezekiel 33, the sovereign Lord said, I do not find joy in the death of the wicked. God does not like it when we fail. But he said, but those who turn from their wicked ways, I will give life to. So in case you thought God wasn't good, he is good. He doesn't take pleasure in us choosing wickedness. But when you choose to leave those ways of the world and you choose to follow his ways, you open yourself up to a divine exchange. So this morning, I've asked the worship team to come back. And I want you to think about that divine exchange. I want us to have some time to pray and to worship him. Because he has given us sacrifice for our sorrow. He has taken the suffering on the cross for my tomorrow, for your tomorrow, for your today, for your next month. For all the things we don't know about. He's already taken care of it. It's already taken care of. And so he says... I ask you to give all to me. He gave all to give me life. He gave all to give me life. So this is the relationship that I need to invest in, that I would lay down all lesser things. You may ask me this morning, what's a lesser thing? You know, I had to lay down my husband, my family, my children, my grandchildren, my house, my car. I laid down it all to come to Rome. Why? Because God said, I'm going to send you to bring hope and life to someone else so as I said already honestly yeah I might have argued with God a little bit but I love where I am today I love what God is doing in my family even through the valleys and the mountaintops and the issues his divine exchange comes upon us so I'm asking you today as we sing this song and I'll come back to close us in prayer I want us to stand and as we worship with this song. I'm asking you, will you say to the Lord, I will lay down all of these things. I thank you for joining us online. I'm going to pray for those who are online also as well, and we're going to pray in this. If you have decided to invite Jesus into your life, it's going to be the best prayer you've ever prayed, and I want to pray it with you. So will you repeat after me, dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life Forgive me of my sins. And from this day forward, Jesus, I ask you to be the leader of my life. And I will give you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for praying for that. And if you have invited Jesus in, you'll see the information below. I want to hear from you so that I can be praying with you on this new journey that God is putting you on. I also want to say, maybe the message touched you today, wherever you're listening around the world. And you're saying, Pastor Jen, I need prayer for my miracle. I need prayer for God to intervene. I want to pray that prayer for you. And I want to believe that God has never run out of miracles. And today he has a miracle in motion for you. So father, I pray right now for my friends that are listening to the message and asking you for a miracle in their life. God, would you intervene? Would you show them? them the miracle in the making, the evidence of what they have been asking for as they follow you, as they serve you, as they trust you. And today I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the favor of God would flow and open those doors that have been closed. Heal those bodies that have been sick and bring that heart to life that has been weary. I thank you, God, that you have amazing miracles ahead for every one of us. In Jesus' name, Amen. And so today, friends, as you join with our family here in Rome at the International Christian Fellowship of Rome, we are truly touching one, touching Italy, and reaching nations. Give us a note, send us an email. We're on this journey together, and God has great plans ahead for you.